This is Macro Horizons Morning Musings. I'm Ian Lingen, here to bring you our thoughts from the trading desk for Wednesday, May 20th. The reintroduction of the 20-year benchmark in the amount of $20 billion in 2020 on the 20th? Coincidence? I think so. Welcome to BMO COVID-19 Insights. Visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19 for more up-to-the-minute insights. The views expressed here are those of the participants and not those of BMO Capital Markets, its affiliates, or subsidiaries. The most relevant known event today is going to be the reintroduction of the 20-year benchmark in Treasury space. It's a $20 billion offering, and the expectations are that given it's assumed to provide cheapest to deliverers for the classic bond contract, that there should be a reasonable bid. Obviously, the market will be watching to get a better sense for how much demand there is for duration further off the curve, but overall we expect that the auction will be a non-event with plenty of support. While equity futures suggest stocks are poised to open back near the post-crash highs, the initial euphoria surrounding the COVID-19 vaccine has quickly faded. Progress toward the slow and steady reopening of the global economy continues, and results in Europe are encouraging, even if the lack of a resurgence thus far doesn't imply the pandemic is behind us. In fact, given that the U.S. has been lagging the continent, there is little doubt that the coronavirus will remain top of mind for the balance of 2020. This backdrop leaves our range trading thesis solidly intact, as the lower and upper bounds in the 10-year sector have been in place since late March. The more habituated investors become to having 10s in the 54 to 78 basis point zone, the greater the difficulty in anticipating a breakout. Sure, eventually the extremes will be challenged, rates will go up and rates will go down, just not necessarily in that order. Nonetheless, it will take a paradigm shift in the economic outlook to inspire a truly sustainable repricing. In part, this has driven our interest in determining what exactly the consensus for the timing and the pace of the recovery is at the moment. Setting aside the V versus W versus L versus U name calling, investors are resigned to a deep recession which is followed by a difficult road to recovery. This isn't new information per se, but as the market discourse on the timing of the rebound has slowly transitioned from months to quarters and eventually settled on years, we'll admit to some surprise that neither the range in U.S. rates has broken nor has the bullish trend in equities faltered. The rise of zombie companies in the wake of the lockdowns represents another concern as the post-pandemic reality slowly takes shape. Firms which remain in existence, but only as a shell of their pre-crisis business models, intuitively need fewer employees, and while government assistance has attempted to provide a bridge to make it through the lockdowns, the risk has quickly become what companies find on the other side. The secondary fallout for the labor market remains to be seen, even if expectations are for an elevated unemployment rate as the nation gets back to work. This will continue to edge wages lower, and risk a durable period of deflationary pressures. The Fed has taken dramatic steps to offset the acute downsides from the pandemic, although the longer the shutdowns linger, the more permanent much of the economic damage becomes. Given that everything I've just covered is fairly consensus at this point, anything which materially challenges this base case scenario will lead to an attempt at a repricing. 
Yesterday's vaccine-inspired equity rally offers a prime example as such a decisive tool in combating COVID-19 would meaningfully shorten the path to recovery. Beyond greater success in slowing the progression of the coronavirus or limiting its impact, the incremental stimulus efforts on the part of governments and central banks will only serve to reinforce the lengthening timeline before the economy settles into a more sustainable new normal. For the time being, the session ahead offers little to inspire revising investors' core assumptions, and as a result, the trading range is safe for the foreseeable future. And with that, this is Ian Lingen signing off. Be safe, tune in, and stop out. Thanks for listening to Macro Horizons. Please visit us at bmocm.com backslash macrohorizons. We'd love to hear what you thought of today's episode. So please email me directly with any feedback at ian.lingen at bmo.com. Thanks for listening. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. For more insights, visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19. This podcast has been prepared with the assistance of employees of Bank of Montreal, BMO Nesbitt Burns, Inc., and BMO Capital Markets Corporation. Together, BMO. Notwithstanding the foregoing, this podcast should not be construed as an offer or the solicitation of an offer to sell or to buy or subscribe for any particular product or services, including, without limitation, any commodities, securities, or other financial instruments. We are not soliciting any specific action based on this podcast. It is for the general information of our clients. It does not constitute a recommendation or a suggestion that any investment or strategy referenced herein may be suitable for you. It does not take into account the particular investment objectives, financial conditions, or needs of individual clients. Nothing in this podcast constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a representation that any investment or strategy is suitable or appropriate to your unique circumstances or otherwise constitutes an opinion or a recommendation to you. BMO is not providing advice regarding the value or advisability of trading in commodity interests, including futures contracts and commodity options or any other activity, which would cause BMO or any of its affiliates to be considered a commodity trading advisor under the U.S. Commodity Exchange Act. BMO is not undertaking to act as a swap advisor to you or in your best interests, and you, to the extent applicable, will rely solely on advice from your qualified independent representative in making hedging or trading decisions. This podcast is not to be relied upon in substitution for the exercise of independent judgment. You should conduct your own independent analysis of the matters referred to herein, together with your qualified independent representative, if applicable. BMO assumes no responsibility for verification of the information in this podcast. No representation or warranty is made as to the accuracy or completeness of such information, and BMO accepts no liability whatsoever for any loss arising from any use of or reliance on this podcast. BMO assumes no obligation to correct or update this podcast. This podcast does not contain all information that may be required to evaluate any transaction or matter, and information may be available to BMO and or its affiliates that is not reflected herein. BMO and its affiliates may have positions, long or short, and affect transactions or make markets, insecurities mentioned herein, or provide advice or loans to, or participate in the underwriting or restructuring of the obligations of, issuers and companies mentioned herein. Moreover, BMO's trading desks may have acted on the basis of the information in this podcast. For full legal disclosure, please visit bmocm.com legal. To access our full disclosures for equity research reports, please visit researchglobal0.bmocapitalmarkets.com slash public disclosure slash.